Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 115. If Rockstar could do their take on any open world setting, what would you choose and why? With me, George, as always joined by Tom, sprawling Rockstar epic to my small table tennis test project. <laughs> How's it going? I forgot about that one. What a great little game. What a great little I don't know why I threw it out there as being something to laugh it was at. It's a bit school. of a test of the physics engine of uh, GTA 4. That's it? exactly what it engine. was. Yeah. Yeah. Question. To the listeners, mm. we're trying something different on the sound. <laughs> we, we are. We've never been able to recover our sound level since we had all of our equipment stolen, but we're hoping, well, last week was a step forward, but that was done remotely. Yeah. This week, we're trying to, again to capture the studio equipment, but it took us about 40 episodes to dial it in last time, and uh, yeah, we're proving to be on I a similar timeline. We can't do remote recording, really, can we? Because my end of the week's too noisy. No, you have all your parakeets down there and your dogs and all your sort of strange things. A couple of well, no, kind of like British Empire, weird, bizarre animals and plants and all that sort of paraphernalia. Well, that explains the ride on dodo that you've been keeping around the back it. of your. Why have you What's now got? Why experience? have you now got a wing? I've got. I get the title. I get the you ball. The I pay house. for it. I just pay lodging. I don't want wing. you in here anymore. I want you living oh, in the gardener's okay. cottage. Okay, it's quite cozy. If you live in here, I want to. I want you to wait on me. That's you see, look at the dynamic. How it's changed. I was once your little person, and now you're my not that sort of thing. You're my. You're now my person. Person power has been a the household. Well, let that. I knew it wouldn't sit well with you. I knew. It, I knew it great in your gears like sand on a derailleur. Mum and Dad said not to take the bike on the beach. You didn't listen. Now it's trash. anyway odders before you panic that the show's unraveled and this has turned into Downton Abbey the radio drama of which I would give a kidney for one would imagine uh, we're going to give you a rundown of what this show's all about because believe it or not it's video games video games video games that's right with some law thrown in now I'm back we've got to have some law the scale what's all this I'm back business the scales are you back for a bit (laughs) <laughs> it's like trying to pin down more like an Arnie I'm back I come in shoot the place to smithereens can't quite achieve the target <coughs> get crushed <laughs> end of film okay Turn for a sequel well me. coming up we've got some news Tom keep everyone excited by giving them a sniff of what's in the news we've got a bit of uh, Horizon Horizon Forbidden West Horizon Zero West Forbidden Dawn. <laughs> uh, after that, we're going to slide into the feature, which is basically me and basically me and Tom sort of fulfilling a dream episode where we get to talk about historic settings in video games. I might throw a bit of a curveball in there because of some of the answers we've received gave me an idea of what I might choose. Interesting. After that, the real deal, the only reason this podcast still survives and the only reason we have a fan base or anything like that, they're all here for the main deal. Stingray. Check some stats. 80% of the people listening aren't subscribed. Those that are subscribed, 98% of those skip straight to the ray. 
Did they? Mm. Stingray's boot? Yeah. And then realise... It's not listener Stingray. Tim Stone got got rid of. Yeah, and now they just listen for the normal new releases. Anyway, once that's done, I turn to you as a polite man and I say, what are you hoping to play? But before this show can begin, Odders, leave your sound worries at the door, friend. You're not listening to a podcast unless you've got it on the full volume in your car, so when you move from your podcast to your radio, your eardrums melt. We're helping you improve your own sound levels in your own life. Bear that in mind, Odders. As I ask Tom, Tom, what what have you been playing? If it begins with an H, I shall castrate you with my tit. No, that would be a little bit weird. I have been playing Ghost of Tsushima, the DLC. Icky Island. That saved your rather interesting flap of skin. Oh, that's just one thing I've been playing. <laughs> you said first kind of, so I can wheel it out. Second. Tell me about this DLC, Icky Island. Tell me about it. It's very good. Is it? Yes. Good. I felt it was a worthwhile expansion. There's still loads for me to do. I finished the main quest, which was a decent length. Uh, How did it feel slotting back into the game? Very well done, actually. Um, you, you load up your save, mm. and then it just flashes up about this um, a, a new mission. You go there, and then... I've been meaning to ask you about this, because the other day... I thought... It integrated very well. It's not like it's like, bang, like you have to load up a separate... Uh, new file or anything like that. It's the save thing I wanted to talk to you about because the other yes. day I was playing Spider-Man Remastered <laughs> and I was getting a bit bored and one of the other co-hosts of the show, Bobby, um, he's quite naughty at uploading PS4 saves to the PS5, blinking all the trophies, winning platinum, okay? okay. And I was playing through Spider-Man Remastered. I was quite enjoying it and I thought, oh, actually, do you know what? <sighs> Play through this about three times now. What am going to do? I download, I download my save and block the trophies. Why not? Why not? Why not? I thought, treat yourself. One afternoon, you've earned it. You've already finished the game. You've earned it. So your trophy's not on there anyway, because it's the same. Um, yeah, but the PS5 profile. remaster got a whole new oh, set of trophies. Sorry, see, so yeah. you upload your save, which I thought was a little bit stupid, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because it counts twice, and there's, there's absolutely no yeah. reason for it. There's nothing yeah. new in the, in the remaster. Anyway almost impossible to do without setting up the PlayStation 4. I even went into the cloud and downloaded yeah, my PlayStation 4 too. save. And I, I think... managed to do it just by luck with mine. Um, I don't know how well, no, it. apparently the Ghost of Islands, the Ghost of Tushima solution is the grade A solution that everyone's trying to get to and do from now on. Because apparently, because right. it's all incorporated in the PlayStation 5 game menu, it's... Oh, like... no, because I did it before, because I've been playing Ghosts a little bit on, on the PS5, oh, way, way before this came out. Only a little bit, just mopping up some of the smaller side quests. And yeah, it's not easy to go to try and. I think I did it mainly to get my legends um, save file. Tell me about how does it look and feel on the PlayStation 5? The same, or is that. It looks a little better, yeah. Does it? I'm going to lie, yeah. It looks very nice. The, the, the new island is interesting as well because it's slightly different. Do you think that's more to do with your new TV, or did you have the new TV for PS4? No, I've got, as I say, I've been playing it. Uh, previously it's almost like you get to the new island and you just notice a few different things you know like, oh that looks good or oh, that's nice but that's nice detail okay well part there's one some, there's some oh no he's got more well just quickly there's some nice new armor sets on there um i i always enjoyed the um the armor quests or the legend quests because you got like a little black ink 
uh, artwork story that would mm, play out. It was like, good, like, yeah. A related story of how the... Uh, I've forgotten how good that game was, actually. It's really good, very... Um, it's not underrated, but it's... It boosted it, Samurai it, movie sales at HMV yeah. and Amazon, I bet you. Yeah. I think it does suffer a little bit end game of, of like, oh, I'll just go around and get all these collectibles. I think the side quest can be a little weak as well. I've never been that taken with collecting things to get to get a trophy or game completion. I tend to do it to get the armors and the weapons if there's certain things I want in a game to then use. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm similar. But again, yeah, I think for a sequel they're going to need to focus on the side quest and try and that goes as a whole for loads of big open world adventure games. Well, we've said about this many times. Quests can be very, very. And completely okay. ridiculous as well. Like, who stops in the middle of a quest <laughs> to save their friend from dying? Who's got minutes to live? Yeah. Who then gets wrapped up collecting I duck feathers? Getting a balance between linear and open world games is a, a really interesting concept. And, and they, as you say, like, you, you're rushing about. And a lot of the time when I'm playing it, I try and play it like the character would do, or I'm going to wear this armour for this part of the game because that's what you're doing, get armoured up, ready for the big battle. His whole life he's been doing this game. His whole life. But you raise a point, like, you're not just going to go off, oh, I just need to go and get that collectible over there because there's a bird leading me to it. It's Your not- mother's got minutes to live. <laughs> I need three more bottles before this is done and they're on completely the other side of the map yeah. to Mumsy's medicine. Yeah, I'll be back in a minute. Um, so, yeah, that, that needs some work and it's the same with Icky Island. The main quest is actually really good, very interesting. Um, it touches on Jim's past, fleshes him out as a character even more, and I feel like he's a PlayStation character now, like he's going to be hopefully a, um, looked at in the sequel. Maybe they'll move it forward a bit in time. Samurai uh, culture mm. lasted hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, again, as I said, I thought it was quite standalone and contained. I didn't really feel like it necessarily needed another game. But well, when a game's successful... There was another invasion, wasn't there, in history, so maybe we'll touch upon that. Um, we'll move on from Ghost of Tsushima as well, because we, we need to... Uh, this is basically becoming the what you've been playing. Now that you're a real gamer, you, you play, you're the man who finishes games. There's been a role reversal in the show. I've assumed the power mantle, admittedly, but I've also relinquished the gamer mantle. With great power. Responsibility. Becomes no gamer responsibilities <laughs> at all. Um, Ben, famous last words. Anyway, where was I? Um, Hades. Hades. Yes. I have finished that probably, uh, well, I've done it 10 times because you need to do it, uh, play it through 10 times to get the end credits. You need to complete the game 10 times and you will get the ending and the end credits will roll. What a fantastic game. Do you know what I was thinking this? I have nothing against Hades. I have nothing against Returnal. I have nothing against Dark Souls. But since the PlayStation 5 launched, bar the odd lifeline like Ratchet and Clank, I've had Japanese arm wrapped in a glove, lubed up, and I've had these three Souls-like games rammed down to no, my throat. No, Souls-like. Hades is roguelike. Roguelike, whatever. The Keep going, have another go. Oh, okay. Have another yeah. go. Yeah. Have another go. Now, I don't mind that, but I also find it's quite frustrating for me as a game. See, I, I really enjoyed <clears throat> Ratchet & Clank. I thought it was very well made, graphically amazing, but it was easy. No, I'm not yeah. saying it was perfect. I think 
but it was a little bit more I was lacking that's the thing when I was playing that as much as I was enjoying <laughs> it and I was petering it out because I wanted to make it last mm. um, it did as good as it was it did leave me feeling a little bit lacking in places uh, and I completely agree with you um, I'm just looking forward to some more regular drops of of it, that that game the souls like the rogue like it's very on vogue Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. And that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off? The, <laughs> way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Yes, it is. I think they're probably getting pushed. Hades got a big push, I think, because... They need to have two or three indie uh, poster boys for the year, and I've played. I've played probably some. Look, listen, dude. Hades. I would say very, very well made. In this year that we've had so far, Hades is. You see, you might get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't like it. I do enjoy it. It's hard for a gamer like me. I'll probably admit, for someone with limited time um, these days. The thing I say with Dark Souls and and then. Onto roguelites, when you learn how they work and the ideas behind them, they do become a little bit simpler and figure out the way they're designed and the way they work. Sekro was harder because it was more reflexes with the deflecting. There's certain ways to make the games easier for yourself. Um, Hades gets easier because of your, your builds and your, your every time uh, I've done a run, it has got easier. Yeah, it's, that's why I think it got praised so highly is because the balance and the difficulty spike is so well done. I got to everything about the game's well done. I, be, I got distracted there, but the, the sounds are great. I love the sounds. We've talked about those yeah. when you start a run and it's like there's some great there's some great music on it when you meet certain new characters who are not uh, spoil, but the the way like I got to the third boss I remember ages ago obviously and thinking I'll never get past this I'll never get past it my fastest run now is 21 minutes to finish clear the game and you just get to him and you're just laughing you're just laughing because he's I'm not spoiling the character because he's from Greek mythology and he's got a friend with him but it is brilliant and then just he's, um, his character is very pompous and eager maniac and mm. yeah it's just good excellent but yes that's what I've been playing this week I think I will continue playing both of them I've actually really enjoyed just playing my PS5 and enjoying some gaming I think when people say there isn't stuff out I think that's where indies really come in because indies bridge the gap between big releases like AAA big developer games. And there's some great ones out there, so don't be afraid to try them. Uh, we have done an indie show before. 
might do another one in the future when because there's a lot of new stuff coming. Quite a question. Well, let me just quickly rattle through because I've got a question. Yeah. What I've been playing, been playing. I've had a little bit of time. Don't ask me why on on Uncharted Lost Legacy. Have you yeah. played that? No. So anyone I haven't played, I can thoroughly recommend that to you. I think you'd like. I keep that. holding out the fact it will get added to that free game library. It's not going to happen if it hadn't happened already. I suppose you're right. I don't understand why they won't put it as a PS Plus game, considering some of the shovelware rubbish they put out there. Yeah, that's not happened yet, and I don't think for that reason it'll happen. Yeah. But anyway, I thoroughly recommend anyone to play it. It's standalone. It owes you nothing. It's it's wonderful. I'm sure nowadays it's probably worth about two quid in CEX or even a digital download. Mm. Um, you've confused me. Oh right, what let's play it. My that was it. My, yeah, my question yeah. for you though was: You're a young kid. We'll keep it Sony centric at the moment. Okay. You've asked. You've been asking for a PlayStation 5. Yeah. Everyone in the family has decided to rally around, put some money in a pot, get you one. Still got that. Right? <laughs> Stock availability is not an issue. Oh, okay. You want the new game out this Christmas. You're shining a new PS5. Yeah. The latest game. Yeah. The one that everyone wants to get at Christmas. What is that game? We'll find out Thursday, I guarantee you. 100%. Horizon's been pushed to 2022. God of War Ragnarok, God knows when that's going to land. 2025 at this rate. Gran Turismo, you know what Gran Turismo is like? As soon as it says it's coming out, it's got reverse gear and engaged. That's not coming out until the PS6 is announced. What are we going to play at Christmas? Today we'll have a store presence, even if it's just one title. It's September. Yeah. Remember when we found out about PS5 and the pricing and Miles Morales, Demon Souls games we didn't even know existed, was September. That's why you're here. Let me ask you this. So, um, Get hyped for Thursday, PlayStation fans, because I think it'll be a good one. I don't... Wait. I don't think it's going to disappoint. And that's what you want to cover next week? It is. So next week, we'll just do a little bit of a, a rundown and review of, of what we saw. I really hope it, it pushes the boat out, but it's been a very... Me too. Very that's we're going to be lacking for content, friend. Well, we, we've got loads of other ideas, so we might just wait and see what Thursday brings and, and uh, maybe do this if it's a absolute sinking pile of... Uh, if you're listening now and it's Friday and you're like, <laughs> they're going to do a show about that. Good luck, boys. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we'll, we'll or if it. it's Friday and you're like, oh, I can't wait for that. Don't forget to keep your eyes peeled for the seeking of your thoughts on said event when we put the post up on Instagram. It is going to be like their E3 event. Microsoft have obviously done two this year, which have been very well received. Uh, Nintendo have had sort of reasonable success with their directs so um, I believe they, they're going to have another one uh, up and coming I don't know whether they do it the same week as Sony but uh, yeah I'd be interested to see what gets shown and um, I've got my fingers crossed for some God of War gameplay even though I know it's coming next year but it's just nice to get excited to see something like that and maybe a couple of surprises as well uh, they've already said the VR2 won't be there and what was the other one um, another title got mentioned I wasn't going to be there but it, it it sort of opened it up for the fact that that time spent on those two things could be spent on something new well or that we don't know about yet I'm sure when we come to the moment it will be news exciting or not exciting that's not for us to judge but it will be classed as news this is news we've scoured the very darkest range of the internet to bring 
does that even do I even make words anymore? Or do I make small, strange rhino mating sounds? We'll give it another go. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, do you remember when we used to use a green screen? Yes. What's the butler's name for the law? And we can get him to wheel things in and I'll do his voice. No, I won't do his voice. He's a real person. Actually, can we call him? Bertrand. Spratt. Bertrand with the butler. Can we call him? Sp- <sighs> Spratt. Spratt. But the, the initials got a lot right with the job title. Maybe this is one exception. Okay. Maybe he's Servant Spratt. Servant Spratt. A.K.A. Yeah. The butler. Uh, hello, Lord. How may I help you? It's the bird, so I stroke. No, it's just the way I talk. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Sprat, can you wheel in the uh, green screw? Not a problem, my lord. I'll bring it in now. Fantastic. Okay. Fire that up, Tom, as I tell people. That was a deep cut for the law, wasn't it? Because they're probably like, green screen? What's this guy on about? Don't worry. You've only got 114 episodes to trawl through to find it. This one's on the house, sir, for the upset caused. Sony has updated its PlayStation blog post on the pre-order listings for... This is the one for the cutting room floor. No, I want want this to be left in so people know that we make mistakes because it's normally... (laughs) It's normally such a wonderfully prepared product. They must think that it's flawlessly edited in every moment. But anyway... Uh, on the pre-order listings for Horizon Forbidden West, that, that name may be banned from the show because it's obviously a tongue twister for me, confirming that it will now offer a free PS4 to PS5 upgrade for all versions of the game. This covers the base $60 version of the title on PS4. Going forward, Sony has also confirmed every first-party title releasing on both PS4 and PS5 will offer a $10 upgrade path. Gran Turismo 7 and God of War Ragnarok are used as examples. Written on the PlayStation blog, Jim Ryan said, Thursday was to be a celebration of Horizon Forbidden West and the amazing team at Guerrilla working to deliver it on February the 18th, 2022. However, it's abundantly clear that the offerings we confirmed in our pre-order kickoff, Mr. Mark. Last year, last year we made a commitment to deliver free upgrades for our cross-gen launch titles, which included Horizon Forbidden West. While the pandemic's profound impact pushed Horizon West out the launch window we initially envisaged, we stand by our offer. Players who purchase Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version for free. Ryan then goes on to explain Sony's approach to the future first-party titles releasing on both PS4 and PS5 and how upgrades will be handled. I also want to confirm today that moving forward, PlayStation's first-party exclusive cross-gen titles, new releasing on PS4 and PS5, both digital and physical, will offer a $10 USD Digital upgrade option for PS4 to PS5. This will apply to the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7 and any other exclusive cross-gen PS4 and PS5 title published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Thomas, your thoughts? Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. 
So they've reversed the decision for Horizon Forbidden West, but are going to carry on having a paid upgrade for the other ones. If you read the initial blog post, yeah, and this is where we all should I, be I read lawyers. this news earlier in the week. If you read the initial blog post, they say that they will give PS4 to PS5 games released in the release window physical can have a free upgrade path. That's the uh, only time they said it would be free. Yeah. But the wording in the blog post is a bit misleading. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I was getting a little bit confused. To be fair, it. the PS4 to PS5 upgrade, this is one of those moments a little bit like when PlayStation 4 launched and Xbox had a little bit of a misstep with the DRM technology. I see Xbox <laughs> getting their revenge on Sony this time round because Sony made a little bit of a slip up with the smart delivery. Yeah. And Xbox are saying, oh, it's all free. Look at us. You know, you've got an Xbox 360 game. Boom. It's suddenly it's Xbox One. It's in 8K. Yeah. Deal with it. It's all free. Whereas Sony having to sort of grind through this bad PR move, which... <clears throat> my, my issue with it is Gran Turismo 7 and God of War uh, sequel, whatever it may be called, should just be PS5 exclusive anyway. All of them should have been PS5 uh, games. I get the first year. I'd have been happy with Miles Morales and... Even, like, to be fair, we've had a few exclusives anyway. We've had Return of Ratchet and Clank, uh, Demon Souls. I've had, I'd have rather those been, or it's always nice to have them at launch and say, I can only play this on this shiny new machine. But I understand after a year, it's kind of like, come on, let's let it go now. Like, start making games that are solely for this. Like, please. PS4's got a massive library anyway. If you still own one, there's going to be, hundreds of games you haven't played. Guarantee uh, that. I feel for people like, obviously, imagine God of War come out. And this is still a very real possibility. I read the other day the microchip issue for consoles, phones, and laptops and so forth might not change till September next year. Imagine getting God of War and it's PS5 exclusive and you just can't find a PS5. That's, I think, I honestly think that's probably why they're doing it for longer. Um, obviously need the sales numbers, but they can't get enough PS5s in players' hands, um, sadly. So they're probably going through with, well, we'll put it as cross-gen. I think it's sad because it's going to limit some of these games from their proper true potential. It'll be interesting to see what they look like. I would like to do an episode on that at one point in time. Are you genuinely, have you genuinely been trying since the Xbox Series X and S and PS5 digital and physical were announced, you've been trying non-stop with money in your back pocket, exceeding the amount of the console you want to buy. You've been trying non-stop all day, every day on every single sales outlet you can find and you still can't find a console. If that's you, we want to hear from you. We want to know yeah, about your story. If it really is that dire, or whether it's just the usual sort of Twitter noise of you can't get PS5 anyway, it's like, well, how hard are you trying? Like, everybody I know, and I know a lot of people who have got, I know people who have bought and sold them because if they were able to sell them at a high profit, then people have still got theirs. I've been willing to someone the other day, not in the wildest of dreams, expecting to see a PlayStation 5. There it was. Yeah. And I was like, what the? Yeah. Um, when did you get that at launch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely think the launch one was a bit of a like, well, 
some people just gave up without trying. It's like, oh, well, the internet tells me it's unavailable because uh, people... We had this, we had this at 360. Do you remember when we went down to Cash Converters and that um, urchin boy? Why were we in like, there? We were trading. I wouldn't have been. Well, I would have been. Wouldn't you would have been. Pouring myself out for all sorts of... Uh, pouring. Any, any extra like content or games or controllers I could get on launch. Um, we went in there, didn't we? We were like, oh, well, we've got ours because we've got chain. We pre-ordered ours at uh, game station. That's no guarantee. Oh, that's no guarantee. I've heard they're not going to be there tonight. It's like... It was that night as it, well. And it's like, yeah, it was, and we were instantly panicking. thing is, it and added drama that, to the evening. It did, um, but also it goes to show uh, belief half of what you hear because it's sort of... What's a nonsense. I also think he was also, and this bears into it, he was a bitter old man. And I think a lot of the noise about, we've said this before with fanboys or whatever, a lot of the noise around the console space is driven by just random, like just bitter people for some reason. Either you're not following the one they like (laughs) or you're not saying enough nice things about the one they have or they ain't got or the one they want or the one they used to have or or whatever it is. If I can't have that, I don't want anyone else to have it and I'll do my best to make sure they don't. Um, People like that basically need taken out. Save me, save me from myself. Bring me some cross platform news that is almost like confetti to a big fan's ears. Give it to me. Unfortunately, it's not cross-platform news, but... It is. Alan Wake is heading to PlayStation consoles finally next month in a remastered package if multiple online... I have some bonus news to go with it. Okay, is this to bulk it out into cross-platform? Mm-hmm. Retailers, uh, Taiwanese retailers are to be believed. Alan Wake remastered will launch both PS5 and PS4 on 5th of October and supremely reliable insider. It's a huge EX has confirmed the release will be announced next week. With PlayStation Showcase 2021 scheduled to take place on Thursday, it's possible this could be one of the show's announcements. However, we'd argue the remaster seems a little low-key for the much-anticipated digital event, unless it's coupled with a sequel reveal. Alan Wake 2 is reportedly in development, so that's a possibility, at least with a reveal planned to happen at some point in the next seven days. We don't have long to wait and see. Can I give us your bonus news? Have you played Alan Wake before? Or would this be the first time? Let us know in the Discord, though, so we continue the conversation with you. Perfect. Because I'm not even going to hide it. I look like the sort of guy that's going to love Alan Wake. I smell like the sort of guy that's going to love Alan Wake. In fact, I taste like the sort of guy that loves Alan Wake. I love Alan Wake. And that's... To be honest, I find that fantastic news. Considering I thought it was locked to 360 because Microsoft owned it, I'm not even sure, but, you know, who cares? Looks like it's coming to PlayStation 5. I think that's great news. If the rumoured sequel is also going to be on cross-platform, because not only is the remaster coming to PlayStation 5 and 4, the bonus news was that we are very likely to see it, obviously, on the Xbox Series X and S as well. I heard a grain of salt rumour as well that it will be running on a new engine even the remaster it'll be running in 4k obviously as well i don't mind that 
I don't. I'm not offended by that as long as I don't know whether they've left this too long though. I don't know where the hype is <coughs> for, for Alan Wake because it was a sleeper hit anyway. Um, yeah, I, I think. Well, I remember when it came out. Like, obviously, the only person I had to talk to about that game was you. I finished it, and it was probably, especially with my life, how it was at the time. I'm surprised I did. But it, that's how much it grabbed me. The music, the scares, the thrills, the, the way yeah. it worked. It was all very, very intriguing. It was a little bit like Fahrenheit, but a bit more action-based, wasn't it? It was like an involved version of Fahrenheit, yeah. yeah. In fact, it was better than any of those uh, titles yeah, that it, I played, it, Quantic Dreams. Yeah, it wasn't obviously uh, QT events and stuff. It was no, they're, they're in, they've got their own place, like Heavy Rain I enjoyed. And um, for me, <coughs> um, Beyond Two Souls, I actually thought was better, although it's not everybody's cup of tea. I know it probably got slated at the time it came out, but time's been kind to that game. I think, I think it's an original form... It was an early 360 game. I think that Alan would be a little bit of a struggle, whereas a remastered version, maybe using a control engine, which would make sense, would be um, well-received. Yeah. Because Control does everything in the game with objects that we have ever seen happen in Alan Wake. I bought that and I just can't get into it. Control? Yeah. I quite liked it. It was very well-made it's an interesting idea. I just, yeah, I didn't feel the urge to carry on. I was just like, I don't know what's happened here. Mm. Maybe, maybe the game was a bit too clever for its own good for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not ashamed to admit that. I, I don't really know. Yeah, it just threw a lot. It's like, why am I doing this again? What is going on here? And, yeah, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think we missed anything in the news? No, because we've done our very best this week and it's been very quiet, which usually ends up meaning there's going to be big events, which there are. Question. If you're listening now and you're like, oh my goodness gracious me, why didn't they mention this, that and the other? Maybe we didn't even have an... Maybe we just missed an open opinion or take on that news. Maybe it's like, Jordan, you talk about Alan Wade, but you don't talk about this. Why not? Why don't you message it? It's hard when you collect the news to not be a little bit biased to the stuff you're interested in. So we hope we don't do that too much. Um, don't worry, don't. If you, if you do feel like we've missed anything, let us know. We say it, we've said it 115 more, times. More of the news, news sources, what size do people use? That's quite an interesting idea. What size? 115 episodes, we've asked them to get in contact. Where do they get in contact with us? They can get in contact with us on social media, the the scourge of the internet, Twitter, Instagram, all that sort of. Only there, only there, only there. there. You got your finger on the pulse of the show as always. Um, And where else? Where's the place we want them to go? We'd like to drive you head on into the Discord chat. Did you enjoy last week? You had a week off? From the show? Yes. Did you enjoy the episode? Thank you to Boba Loba for last week. If you've missed that, Thank make you. sure you check it out. Find out why the Discord is the place to I mainly to listen to, to judge the sound and make sure it's all balanced because uh, of my tireless efforts. Your tireless efforts. Well, Roles are reversed. Is that right? Well, I shall hold you to that it's when we're in the studio. So. <clears throat> you wanted to talk this week, the feature. 
you always like to throw one down there. You are at the range of the show once again. You're deciding the route that which we, the roads which we drive down. You wanted to know basically Rockstar when and where next. So basically an historical setting because we loved Red Dead, we loved Vice City, we loved Nineties. <laughs> they do an historical setting well. They do. They tend to. Uh, and your question really was where would you like to see them tackle next? Now, before we get stuck into the, the fan conversations, as always, we ask you guys for your thoughts on the topic and you've got in touch on Instagram and Twitter on the post and we've incorporated those interwoven into the feature. Before we get excited with those, though, what's your dream setting? Or would you like to wait for a certain uh, comment I, to I fire wait, back? Yes. Okay. Because I don't think it's any secret to know that my favourite setting would be uh, an 18th century naval setting, a little bit like Master and Commander, but you never go ashore. You never go ashore. You don't need to. A man of war, an 18th century man of war is a microcosm of 18th century society. Okay, so you want to see like ultra, ultra detail. Red Dead 2 detail, so as long as we can grind with the characters, because it's going to be the crew we're going to need to like. So if one force from the top... Yeah. in a storm and kills themselves on the deck, you're like, oh, that's Barney. You know, you feel it. It's not yeah. just like, oh, an NPC, another one will spawn in the crow's nest yeah. in two minutes. That's yeah, yeah. not what we want. Yeah. We want 300 souls on board and we know most of them intimately. Yeah. And that's because there's only 300 souls on board, yeah. we can ramp the graphics up a little bit because we're at sea. And I don't how, want none of how, that. I don't want none of that. I don't how would you handle storming in the boat? Or do, would you not want that to be a thing? Would you just want... No, 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 that's part of that. That's be part of it. Can you imagine, though, if they brought a game out like that, what the mass consensus would be when they say you can't go on land? It would be difficult to sell. I, I like the idea. I like the idea of that much detail and getting to know the crew that much that... And the thing is, I mean, I don't know much about that history, but I'm pretty sure you'd be on that ship for a long time and you'd be away and you wouldn't exactly. be on that. Exactly. You weren't allowed online because you might decide to run off because you're basically a prisoner of the Royal Navy. Yeah. So there's... A, the, oh, mate, imagine if you do start on land very briefly, prologue, like the bit in the snow in Red Dead, in your pub, drinking, bashed over the head, wake up. That is exactly how I'd want it to go. Yeah. And then because you are going through a character that's a, a landlubber per se, and therefore he has no idea about how the masts work or the sails work or the cannons work or how to treat people on board so you don't get, you know, beaten up or the, the lash, because you're such a landlubber, literally it's explained to you in little bits. Oh, don't worry, he's a landlubber. You'll have to show him how to haul the rope, haul the rope away, haul the rope away. And you're like, oh, this is amazing. Then the guy on the fiddle sitting in the middle of it's kicking in and... You know, Assassin's Creed 4 took most of my thunder, but it did it so incredibly badly. Everyone says <laughs> Assassin's Creed Black Flag is the best Assassin's Creed I've ever played. No, it's inaccurate. It's a mess. Get it out of my face. <laughs> the actual ship-to-ship combat mechanics rival, I don't know, asteroids for their realism. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Terrible. You have to be careful not to bore you on the full simulation with Rockstar games. They dabble, and I think it's nice they get that far, but they never go too far to well, the, not appeal to the 
I think it'd be better if I think in a Rockstar game you would be playing Look how many people we know who have played started Red Dead and gone I can't finish it it's too sort of drawn out long and boring Only the strong survive Only the strong experience the pinnacle of Red Dead 2 the ending (laughs) the epilogue It is is hard work to get there sometimes I see where people are coming from with that and that Weaklings. You have to be very careful with it. <laughs> I never thought I would finish. To be fair, I never thought I'd finish Red Dead 2. When I first started playing it, I was like, the scale and scope of this is beyond anything I've ever touched. Yeah. But the draw that of the was story. Part of it, wasn't it, though? That was part of the appeal of, like, I will finish this, but it's going to last me forever. And that was just a good feeling. It was about a month because yeah. we just got so hooked on it. Yeah, but a month is a long time for a game when most games now finish in a weekend or a week. A month and that that was going at it that that was probably the last game I played where I was later than I should be oh every most night. of the time yeah right? and then going into work everyone else I actually think that that game contributed that game contributed to me being ill all these late <laughs> nights never getting caught up on the sleep <laughs> listen worth it we messaged we reached out to people as I say and the first person back was comic picture 79 he said Hill Street Blues Wait. Obviously, what I mean is instead of a criminal drama, why don't they play the other side and make a cop drama about a similar path to L.A. Noir, where you make your way from rookie beat cop to hard-ass detective making the big busts so much potential? This, thankful to Adam here for reawakening myself to one of my favourite games of all time, L.A. Noir. They've already done this, Tom. Adam's already, Adam's in one sentence said, this feature is redundant. You should both consider handing the mic over to me and Bobo Loba. We'll pay you the money's needed, blah, blah, blah. I think like an NYC 90s cop drama would be fantastic. Because mm. they, they, they're great. I mean, there's no one better at nailing a certain era vibe. It's just, so you've got that. Um, 90s nostalgia is big within our gaming culture because a lot of us... Oh, mate, yeah, and 90s. With all the edge of a 90s New York, but you're a beat cop. Maybe it just plays the sort of... The news. Nothing, nothing. Maybe, so maybe, tasteful, yeah, so. maybe it just plays a news chatter of like, oh, we've had reports that a plane's been flown into the side of the, uh, we'll let you know more when we hear, and then it kind of just fades, and then that's black, and then it's credits. Your character's gone off to climb up with a fire brigade. So apparently, I never realized a lot of them did that. They were trained with like respirators and stuff. So very sad, but that would be quite. That would be actually very poignant. There you go. That's the ending. We start where we need to work back from the end. That's how you make. So you make it good. Uh, No, great idea, Adam. Thank you very much for that. Um, Well, it's Rockstar. They should be thanking him. It is. Imagine the grit of a nineties as well with the music and the gangs and the aggression (laughs) and like things like um, the NBA and Jordan and the Bulls and all that sort of stuff all coming through. Yeah, I mean, there's there's massive pop culture references there, isn't there, within New York City in that era. Um, maybe there'd be some Easter eggs, like you go down and look at the sewer and there's the turtles or something, I don't know, silly little stuff like that. Not real. It could maybe like, just a broken just, you know, mutagen pot at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, that. perfect. Um, I don't think there are enough like, sort of cop games in, in, in that regard, in a full, like, 
go through the ranks and work your way up. I think that's a good idea. A lot trying to push the, the criminal side. But yeah. Who's next? Uh, next up, Vince the Gamer. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky one. It's those because the Assassin's Creed franchise tackled quite a few prominent time periods have done so with great effect. For me, it's more a case of which time frame would suit Rockstar's signature style the most. A good point. The Sword and Shield period seems to be more in Assassin's Creed's ballpark. First and foremost, it needs the potential for criminal enterprise than what will be fleshed out with a world of flamboyant and at times tongue-in-cheek characters. Yeah, we're getting this. In the perfect era to allow everything the Rockstar does so well will be Victorian London aesthetic. Mm. It's not gangs, it's not guns, it's wacky inhabitants. Uh, it's template waiting for Rockstar to jump in. Wow, that sounds like a pitch to Rockstar themselves. I think that's a great idea. One you thing... Have the Ripper, like, around the streets. Assassin's Creed have kind of already done that. Okay, yeah. I wasn't aware. But one thing I would say about Assassin's Creed, I've enjoyed their games. Obviously, last year I went inside to play through them all for some bizarre reason. Um, but even the more recent one, Valhalla, amazing world. I've never felt so lonely in a video game in all my life. You don't feel lonely in a Rockstar game, <laughs> but you do feel lonely in Assassin's Creed. Everyone like, feels like an automaton. It feels like you're in Westworld. The, the, the issue with the way they did the Rockstar at the Red Dead camp is those characters were of the highest quality. Graphics, yeah, but even... Animations, voice lines as the main character. So that's so much more believable when you're trying to populate... Uh, with loads of characters, they they are just fodder. Ghost of Sushi was like that. You look at some of the characters. Oh, they're the pants. Gym, yeah. Like, wow, they look terrible. But my um, point is this. Rockstar will make a character chop some wood. The logs fall on the floor. He picks the logs up. He puts them in a basket. Then he takes the basket when it's full, round the corner and dumps them into an even larger pile of logs, then goes back and starts the routine yeah. again. If you follow him, right, at the end of the day, he knocks off and goes to the hotel or someone else knocks off and goes to a house. It feels more... They've put the effort in. I watched some people in Assassin's Creed yeah. and, dude, it was embarrassing. I think they... I, I feel for you... If you don't look at them for long that, enough, like... they disappear. Their developers probably get pushed to, to you've got to get this out within two, three years. We've talked about this. That is true. Um, so it's a little unfair on them there, the comparison. But yes, there are massive detail differences. If you don't stop in an Assassin's Creed game for a moment and take it in, if you're just constantly on the go, you're like, wow. For me, yeah. Boston in Assassin's Creed 3 is still one of my favourite parts of any Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. I love that. Um, the Dale Mills has been in touch not heard from him in a while so I hope he's doing well um, he says the Flarrowverse which is a combination of the Flash and the Arrow the latest oh, reboots they all live in the same universe so much to purge from I like you would like to see that Dale I can't see Rockstar doing it but you know oh, well, yeah it's an interesting point on the way they'd ever tackle DC or Marvel I think that's it well we don't know. We need to do an episode about Rockstar, really. I think they'd more, be more inclined to do their own mm-hmm. thing. Like, I don't think like we're going to see anything amazing out of Rockstar probably ever again. I think we'll see GTA 6, which will be an open, online, persistent world that they can update without the need to tie down to a console or a game disc or any of that. I don't think we'll see another Red Dead. <coughs> really? 
it was sold big numbers. But the Hooji brothers have gone their separate ways. Yeah, I'd be interested to see where they go next. One feels like they've stayed for a check and the other one feels like he's gone off to pursue his arts. Maybe they're the people that we should be looking for. for the yeah, they have set up another company. <clears throat> or are they both going to go there once the other one's completely milked it dry at take two? <laughs> I mean, are they bothered by the rock star name or are they like, there's the studio that released those movies equivalent and this is going to be the you studio we like go to? I think there's some integrity to keep rock star name of like, we produce some of the best games ever made. Maybe take two are saying you can't make games anymore. You basically just go to put games. There's no way near this simple. This is very, very narrow minded to say, but if I was in charge of that company, go this group of people, job is to constantly update Grand Theft Auto Online and our online side of games. This other group of people go make an amazing open world game. Not as simple as that. A lot more moving parts than that. Maybe they're trying. It'd be nice. Who else has been in touch with us? The gaming ground. What's he got to say for himself? He says, despite what I said on the Discord, I haven't had to think too hard about this one. Imagine this Rockstar's take on the Punisher. Because in some ways it would probably be similar to Max Payne, since this is all hypothetical anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go all out with this. The Punisher has teamed up with the likes of Daredevil, Spider-Man, Black Widow, Captain America in the past. So I'd have some big Marvel names play roles in the game. On the PS2, the Punisher was notoriously violent, so I think Rockstar was a perfect choice for making this game. It can really crank up the violence a notch since the Punisher is based in New York. Rockstar already have experience in creating a similar world with Liberty City. So I couldn't see them having a problem tweaking, actually replicating the New York that exists in the Marvel Universe. The only thing I can't figure out is how they would do boss fights. Being a Marvel game, you would have to have them included. About the time the Punisher... Or a modern game, I think Rockstar would take the proverbial ball and run with it on this one. I've had a, I've had a moment. I've, I've, I've had a coming to Jesus moment. Yes. Not actually, so sorry to defame anyone who's actually had one, but th- this, we're going back to Comic Picture 79. Okay. It starts off, there's like an amber filter on the screen and you can only see bits of New York through like these sort of moving shapes and the music's like hot down summer and city starts a bit like the beginning of dialed with a vengeance and yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. you're getting out of the cab is all people like hey what's up with you squirts like you, you new around here summer and city back in mind well and dirty gritty that's that's i've not been... sorted and sorted just need the middle boom and all that is someone like Boba Labour putting jargon in the keyboard. We're sorted. We'll tell him put jargon in the keyboard. We'll describe the beginning and end. He'll make it happen. That's what Excellent. we've got people for. What do we say about the gaming gram? Sorry, the gaming gram, but when when the when the mojo hits me, uh, set within obviously the Marvel universe, boss fights is a good point because Rockstar. Yeah, that's a it's an interesting one. The, the fight against spoilers for a two year old game, but uh, the fight for a three year old game against Micah with Arthur Morgan. Yeah. That's an actual kind of boss fight for a Rockstar game, which is unusual. I suppose it is. Because usually yeah. you just rock up, shoot the bad guy who's the main bad guy of the game, and they're gone. And it's it's not... I can see where it's coming from with, with the superhero thing. You can actually have life bars and have a bit more of a traditional boss fight. So, yeah. Mm. That would involve them making a full New York again, though, wouldn't it? It would. Uh, who we got next? And back to your point, would they 
would they feel that they would necessarily need to take on Marvel and DC franchise? Yeah. Going to cost them a lot. More, it'd be more Marvel going to them. Yeah. I can't see that at the moment, but you never know. Someone else has been in touch. Roast Space Monk. With Cyberpunk 2077 essentially failing hard at the first, falling, failing, or falling hard at the first hurdle, I think there is still space for another big AAA Cyberpunk game. I reckon they could do a fantastic job of a cyberpunk-esque open world. Imagine being able to do the side jobs like Taxi Driver and a flying car like the Fifth Element or doing cop missions where you're getting hot pursuits flying in between skyscrapers and the old signs. That's a really good point. And one thing that really annoyed me, when we saw all the trailers, you know when you saw someone get... It, it happens within the first couple of maybe <laughs> 20 minutes of cyberpunk. You... It was in one of the gameplay bits as well. You go into a bathroom, there's someone dead. You need to get some sort of equipment out of them or whatever it is. And oh, then their emergency hospital people arrive because yeah, they've yeah. got the private medical care. Yeah. And they come in and you're like, wow, is this something I'm going to be seeing on the streets of this city? <laughs> now, all the time when someone gets hurt or run over or something, yeah. this is incredible, the attention. And they're like, back up. And you have to back up. Yeah, yeah, and then they yeah. pick up the body and get it in the vehicle. And they're like, okay, go. And it flies off. And everything was at different levels. And I was thinking oh my god how are we going to fly around in this world you're not it's all on the ground if anyone gets hurt they just lie there and they walk off they had all that in there rock star oh my god it still feels like such a big missed opportunity doesn't it and i think we're gonna be running a feature at some point what annoys me is i love the game we did a preview for the game they poured hours of effort into it how 2077 a year on it will be coming at some point obviously closer to its original launch because I think we need to reflect on that game because it was big and there was a lot of issues but we'll get to that um, okay, so thank I, I agree yeah. with you, Rose Space Monk. I yeah, think that would be amazing. And it might actually make Cyberpunk like the fifth element, which is what I was hoping for in the first place. I think so. Who's next? And I'll do the next two. Digital Monkery. He's a new listener. He's not, but we do it from every week. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was the unsaid joke that everyone knew, uh, but now it's been said out loud, everyone now knows. As those who are in the Discord will know, in Red Dead Redemption channel, a Ned Flanders <laughs> Red Dead Redemption mashup was added. Red Dead Ready Diddly Emption. Red Ned Ready Diddly Emption. Very nice. <laughs> Considering how much nostalgia there is for the Simpsons hit and run. Lisa is on my Instagram and Twitter feed. I reckon it could be pretty cool to see what Rockstar could do with the Simpsons franchise in an open-world scenario. Very cool. Especially considering Hit and Raw is heavily inspired by GTA. There's already hundreds of characters to fill a detailed Springfield and the combination of Rockstar and Simpsons writing. Maybe ignore past season eight, to be honest, could be excellent. But if you look at multiple characters like in GTA 5, you can have the obvious characters the four, like Homer or Bart in his own Canis Canum edit-inspired segments, where it could be a great way to go deeper into more preferable characters. Snake could have some traditional GTA-style gameplay. You could slip in some Trevor-style trailer platform with Cletus, have some deep, collectible hunting for the obsessive trophy hunter and all of us with Comic Book Guy. It will never happen, especially with Disney and Fox, but it took so many boxes for so many people, I reckon it'd be brilliant. It really would, and it would have some nostalgia in there as well. Yeah. Everyone wants this, but it's the game that's probably never going to come out. You've got such a diverse depth of characters within that world and so many memorable moments. I mean, my brother was talking about the 
the earlier seasons the other day. Some of the new ones are quite good. I'm not going to knock the new ones. I think it's also a fact of um, your humour does change a little bit. And I, I still find those original series really funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it has. I never understand why they never grew up with their audience and, and brought them into... The Simpsons has always been quite good at doing very underrated little bits of, of actual heartfelt drama and comedy in that show sometimes. Mm. And I feel like they could have matured it with the audience who grew up with it and have like a grown-up family. Yeah, but... That's, it will give them so many more options I know, but that's the show. That's the Star Wars snag as well, isn't it? It's like, oh no, Star Wars is not for everyone. Star Wars is for this 40-year-old guy who grew up with it and he wanted Phantom Menace to be all blood guts and lasers. Yeah. The Simpsons surely should just be the same and then when it finds someone at the right age to go, well, this is good, it pulls them in. If they'd grown like that as a family, if you were like now, oh, I want the Simpsons to represent me in my current life. Oh, Why? I do, yeah, I completely agree. It's a Star Wars issue. Um, but again, I, I'd argue that I don't know that many children. You give me Phantom it. Menace, I want to see Obi-Wan with blades slashing people, cutting <laughs> them up. You know what I mean? Blood, clarity everywhere. That's what I want. Why don't I want that? 18 Star Wars, not for kids. It was kids when I was a kid. Now I'm a grown up and honestly stabbing and aliens and aliens fornicating with other aliens. That's what I like. What's your this problem? Is true. What's your problem here? Anyway, Nerdyman13 got in touch. Thank you as always. He says, I want them to do an open universe game. That's like a space, no man's sky type game, I presume, Nerdyman13. That's what he's, uh, what That yeah. would be a sci fi game. That would be incredible. Yeah. Especially if you had like investments in your ships, like you have in your cars or your horse. I mean, yeah, I can see that, Nerdyman. I can Very see much it. Effect, Normandy. Yeah. No, I want... Well. Oh, okay, you want that. I thought that might be the sort of thing the police would come after you when you're in more of a beetle. Oh, okay, all right. Like you got your co-pilot working back there yeah. trying to pull the wires together to get your light speed. Um, to anyone that was panicking, don't worry, see Pliskin's got in touch. The uh, the remaining 18 bales of A4 dedicated to his comment. <laughs> See, Pliskin's got in touch. We do give him some jit, but we do appreciate every single week in putting pen to paper. And this week looks like it's going to be an absolute belter, so bear with me. Okay, says C. Pliskin. Not really something I have an interest in, to be frank. It might just be because I've tried a couple of their titles and could never finish one of them, either because of lack of interest or just dedication to one game over it. If I had to guess, a time period that could be right for their kind of exploration would be the Czechoslovakian revolution of 1989. You never saw that coming. Me neither. <laughs> neither did Tom. Neither did everyone listen at home. Barcy Pliskin. Uh, for context, the Velvet Revolution, as it's sometimes called, was a mass and violent removal of the country's communist government at the height of the USSR's gradual collapse. I learned about it a few months back in college through the drama Mad Forest, which not only attempted to capture the drama and paranoia that the regime had, just as equal focus on life after the revolution and the cast wondering why they wanted democracy to begin with. And what to do now? The last part may cause a bit of a pacing issue. If they <laughs> give a good chunk, the majority of the game to living after a war is like, but if Band of Brothers finale taught me something is that tension can still exist in peaceful times. Oh yeah. Just when you thought everything was fine. Kevin Sobel. Kevin Sobel. Oh, man. 
to look the man. Anyway, uh, this could make the story a little bit too much for a little something made for the Far Cry, uh, made for the Far Cry series. But seeing how most of Rockstar's output sees the player engage and mingle with multiple dubious but complex characters, at least from what I've seen, it could be an interesting story for them. Right, um, I know this isn't one of my funniest comments today, as I've been squeezing the most out of my novel. So uh, traffic is usually killer in GTA. That should do. Sweating with a smile emoji. Thank you, C. Pliskin. Certainly, let's face facts. An unexpected but most intriguing statement by yourself. Uh, I think the Velvet Revolution would be a very interesting thing for Rockstar to handle. A little bit dark for them? No one. I don't care. Let's see him get gritty. Thank you. Uh, Who else? This is a new listener. What do they say, Tom? Uh, Rider rated 18. Says a bit of a lazy answer. But we need a proper follow up to Vice City or a reimagined Vice City. Well, with that all said and done, you were going to tell us your dream rock star setting, and you've managed to slip like a greased snake through the cracks. Well, it got me thinking they did the Warriors, and it's a bit of a we're dodging the bullet here of we kind of wanted to know what setting and more of the open world that they would take on and do that famous detail level of theirs. But yeah, I think handling another film license would be quite interesting for that. You know what they would be able to do perfectly, and I wonder if we're aligned on this, and I know it's too late for them to cover because it's already coming out in another way, but... Avatar? Tom! Not in synergy there, were we? What are you thinking? Robocop. No one could do that universe like Rockstar. The adverts. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. It's dark. It's gritty. It's comedy. It's dark comedy. It's everything that they do. Over the top, gratuitous blood. Rockstar's Robocop. Yep. Impressive. I'll leave it there. You were going for Avatar. No, I just thought that's what you were discussing. Um, no, I'm thinking more 80s film series like Warriors, or that was 70s, but obviously Robocop or something they could get their teeth into. Like I know one. you love Mad Max, but <clears throat> I, I couldn't. There's something about it I didn't like. No, let's rephrase that. I liked Mad Max. I didn't love it. There were so many things that could have been done better. Yeah, I feel that's what I mean with Rockstar. They could probably do something. But when they did The Warriors, it does follow the story of the film, just fleshes it out a lot more. Oh, the fantastic, fantastic. Some nice prequel missions teaching you where all the gang members came from and then obviously it goes into the the movie storyline. Yeah, I think I'd like to see the movie license. Robocop. Robocop. Okay. Well, here's a man who's got more inspiration on his back seat than me and you have ever seen in our lives he's got every VHS known to man so if Rockstar Mainly can't if, if Rockstar can't pick something off of his back seat we've failed let's literally just have to look, have a click through that and go through all, all they need to do is get in contact with the show and ask him to do a stop by at Rockstar Link time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's Boot What's Nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battlefront all this week these are new release highlights for the week September 6th to September 
2021. Listeners, either on digital, physical, or will be by Tom's podcast in your feed, but could be region dependent. Spring stop, smoke, settle dust, wattle, wall, pop, waggle, wop, the blah, blah, <laughs> the boots open. He's out. Last week, I don't know if you know, but Boba Loba saw. Boba Loba saw Stingray as static on a TV that would be wheeled in to your room at school so you could watch a show, TV show. That's how he saw Stingray. No, he sees this distortion on the screen. That's that's the whole thing is the whole television, the static, the stands, the wheels, the guy that gets out the back of the raised mobile and assembles all this and wheels it in front of Boba Loba. That's all what I see is Stingray. That's what he saw. You obviously see your thing. Um, I can't remember who saw him as a, I think Mike Rouse described him as half something. And then the other half of his was his own grandfather. I think, I think Harvey Retro described him as being all dead. In. I can't quite remember. But... I, I, I wish we could get in touch with the real Stingray one day. What are you doing? That's a fan to background. That's the myth, isn't it? I suppose. I He's suppose if they've him. listened to 115 episodes, they know more about the Ray than we do. Yeah. Do you want him to be myth or do you want him to be real? Do you want the sound of the cars to stay the same or do you just want us to drop the sound? He was a man that became a legend. Legend that became myth. Wow. Have you picked a mummy mummy from this gorgeous looking Actually, list of games? I'm excited to pick as well. It's number two on the list. <clears throat> I only have one part of the list, though. You would need... So you take all of those other than the second one, and I will do all of the last ones. Well, why don't we just... I don't know what it is with you. You don't share well with others, do you? No. I'll take the first not. one, and then I'll... Then... Don't worry, we'll make it work. Bus Simulator 21 PC PS4 Xbox One coming to a bus station near you September 7th. Experience the daily life of a bus driver in two open-world cities, either in the USA or Europe. Drive up to 30 licensed buses by international manufacturers, <laughs> including the double-decker and e-buses. Take your passengers to the destination safely and on time, either in single or multiplayer mode. Thank you very much. My mommy, mommy pick of the week, please, can I have this, because it is actually looking pretty good, is F-I-S-T, Fist Forged in Shadow Torch, September 7th. Why have you got that abbreviation just above your sort of book crack? <laughs> What's this dark side of your life I don't know about? You must have been a big fan of this game <laughs> for the last 10 years. <laughs> Fortune Time Shadow Torch is a Metroidvania action game featuring exploration, intense combat, and challenging platforming. That is Genuinely, that looks great. It does. I know if we muck about. If you're a fan of uh, Metroidvanias, Definitely give that one a look because it's uh, it's a Chinese developer as well. I think they're going to be the getting some decent titles out there very slowly. As I said to you, as I said to you the other day when you danced a Chinese developer under my nose, I said that's amazing. That's what it's going to look like oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you get it home, yeah. it's not going to fit right in the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be. It's going to be one of them forty in one, like a VCR don't want <laughs> That's exactly what it will be like. All this stuff you're seeing is all just CGI for the gullible. <laughs> I'm easily like, I see CGI, I can't oh, turn it. I know you can't. Up next, struggling on PS4 and Xbox One, September 8th, 
Struggling as a physics-based co-op platformer with a twisted spin on teamwork, control the arms of a squishy abomination and lead it through a deranged world. That looked good. That almost got my mummy mummy. I don't really remember what my mummy mummy is now, but you know what? Who cares? The Artful Escape, a teenage guitar prodigy, sets out on a psychedelic journey to inspire this stage persona and confront the legacy of a dead folk legend, starring voice performances from Michael Johnson, Carolyn Kinley, Lena Headey, Jason Schwartzman, Mark Strong, and Carl Weathers on Apollo Creed. He's in everything, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, he must owe money to someone. I, I only recognise a few of those names. Mark Strong's in a lot of stuff. He's quite a good villain. Well, it? Carl Weathers was in uh, Mandalorian as well recently, wasn't he? Yes, he was, yeah. Exactly, he's in everything. Lenny um, she's in loads of stuff as well. Uh, a day uh, without me, PS4, Xbox. We ain't got time for your okay. for your dribble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. No, don't do this. I just didn't want you to get all IMDb and then we have to correct you when you got it all wrong. I just didn't want that to happen. It would be awkward. Take it as a compliment. Okay. Take everything as a compliment. It saves it being awkward later. A day without me, PS4, Xbox One, September 10th. You just woke up and without knowing it, you're the only. That's my mummy, mummy. Either this or the next one, so I'll do them both. Uh, a day without me looked intriguing. September tenth, you just woke up and without knowing it, you were the only person left in the city. That looked pretty cool. Little isometric game, um, pixel art style. Kraken Academy PC September tenth. Make friends, free spirits, and make sure the world doesn't end. Welcome to Kraken Academy, a technical a fever dream that, for legal reasons, can only be described as a technical technically a school. Join forces with the magical Kraken to manip- manipulate a time loop save the world i never pick a could have put pick bus simulator me but i chose not to i went with cracking academy what's next lost in random pc ps5 xbox series x ps4 xbox one switch everything stay no stadium no stadium (laughs) play the odds in lost in random gothic fairy tale inspired action adventure where every citizen's fate is determined by a roll of a dice i'll take the next one NBA 2K22, National Butler Academy, PC, PS5. <laughs> Very Xbox, kind of you, sir. <laughs> Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, September 10th. Take part of the role of Gertrude, the butler. Gertrude? Yeah. That doesn't rhyme. That's his, that's his Gertrude's mentor. the gardener. That was his mentor. Mm, I'm actually in NBA 2K22. He's a player character, you know. Is that right, Sprout? Does he slam dunk? Mm. No, I lay down fine silver very delicately on a table. Guilt. Yeah. Tales of Arise. This actually looks quite good as well. Why do you just do all of it? PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One, September 10th. 300 years of tyranny, mysterious mask, lost pain, and memories. Wield the sword of the unofficial controller as you play the story behind the, behind the podcast. <laughs> one day, mate. <laughs> well, we slipped up there, didn't we? What game do Rockstar do you want to make? The unofficial know. controller podcast. What do they do in it, though? What do they do between it's episodes? Set, it's set in like um, 80s uh, Farmerton with a young stingray. How can you get any better than that? What are we, toddlers, buying Centurions videos? Oh, we'd, we'd, we'd be like Easter eggs. We'd, we'd be like, you, you'd do your deliveries, like you'd go around and you'd pull up to Farmerton Manor and like little me and little you would walk out and they'd be like, can I have a friend or please? And mums, it would be like Stingray, may I have one of the videos from the front? No! Yeah. No, don't say that. Mumsy doesn't watch that. She only watches that because Dadsy mates her. Oh, really? Yeah, Mumsy doesn't say, oh, yes, Dadsy make sure. Mates when we were young anyway. 
Oh, of course. Yeah. We don't know who he is. No, You've got one dad, I've got one dad. Yeah, no one right. Let anyway. me t- let me take the last one. Okay. WarioWare, get it together on the PS4, September 10th. <laughs> Only joking, it's on the Switch. Exclusive. <laughs> Micro Game Mayhem comes to Nintendo Switch. Wario is trying his look at video games again, but this time he's really getting into it, literally. Help Wario and friends play their way out of a micro world of micro games by taking on over 200 Madcap micro games in WarioWare. Get it together for Nintendo Switch. That terms of Verizon is actually a very impressive to JRPGs. So uh, it's from Tales of Symphony developer, isn't it? I think that that's, it, it looks very nice. That does. Regardless, that's going to end up being a solid game. Yeah. Um, UND of the week. Well, I've run out because I don't know anymore. They're actually on. They don't have to be on UMD. We established this last week. Yeah, we just make we call um, it UMD of the week. National Lampoon's European Vacation with Joe Chase Beverly D'Angelo this is edgy but based on what you said before and the movie I said I think Rockstar should make from a movie license the same director I want Showgirls Showgirls nice what's the name of the girl that she was saved by the bell no one cares Elizabeth Berkeley. (laughs) she's no uh, who was the one we were talking about the other day? Kelly. Uh, no, no, the, the actress at a labyrinth. Oh, yeah. But she's in a film where she's older and she's hot. She's still hot now for her age. She's absolutely unbelievable. Let's get the name. Jennifer Connelly. Of course. New fancy piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're going to end it now, is it? UMD yeah. followed by a new fancy piece. And a, a, a retro classic. Retro classic. Fancy piece. There's so many. There is. There's so many. Except we blew. Sarah Michelle Geller. Don't. What are you doing? This is weeks and weeks and weeks of content. Should we just do a feature on it? No. It's not about games. And I'm sorry, but the one thing that keeps us on topic is the games. Okay. Without it. Well, you ask the Discord if the favourites are. I don't ask them. I don't know because they might say things I like about girls that I find like scary, like you know, I have to talk about kissing them and things. Um, (laughs) Exactly. You know, I might I might end up pregnant or something. You know what happened last time? Exactly. I've I've had them three times. Passed them on six. If. Those that paid attention at the top of the show, because I nearly forgot, really, how this show breaks down. But uh, (laughs) I also seem to forget how cooties work. But, Odders, hopefully the sound levels have been to your satisfaction, sir. And if not, then we're back to the studio again for remedial training. You deserve it as well. Thanks, Sprat. You're not meant for an opinion. You're not paid for an opinion. Sorry, sir. Uh, Tom, what are you hoping to play? I might play Forge Shadow Torch. Yes, if I buy it. Was that the new? Yes. Yes, it's on the new releases. I think it's uh, either tomorrow or Friday. Friday. I've just realised, you know, as I get older, I slow down. I didn't realise that Fist was an abbreviation for Forged in the Shadow. And no, neither did you. (laughs) 
I was literally just working out in my head. I was like, forge in shadow. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to, so you're going to look to pick that up, which, uh, on, Maybe, yeah. uh currently at the day yeah, of recording. There's, there's Netflix and, uh, Kenner British Spirits as well. So, do you think you're going to get Deathloop? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the trailers, to, well, I don't know what they were doing with the marketing of that, but it's almost like the internet's a funny place, though, isn't it? It's like most people are grateful to see new games, but we're, everyone's like, I've seen enough of that. I don't want to see any more. And also, people won't see different stuff from them. It's like, oh, here comes another Deathloop trailer. I feel I feel like someone made a reference to Beatty being a little bit like James Bond and someone's gone, well, that's a good idea. Let's just lean really hard into making all the trailers feel like a Bond trailer. It's like, back off. Yeah. It's not a Bond game. I think it'll be one of those where it comes out and it's actually praised really high and it's good. They, they've got good pay with those games that released this on them. They've always True. So they're very, very good, very well made. So I think it'll do well. That's going to be one of Sony's big Christmas games. I know it is. And do you know what, though? From the moment I saw it, I know I was like, "Mm," I'm like, because it's new, I'm kind of interested, but I don't think it's my kind of game. And I don't think I need another it's not my kind of game game. We we want to do a feature also about Sony have got a bit of an issue from last year, and we've talked about it before, just doing third-person action adventure game. Someone needs to hold them to court, Based take them to court for that. Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon, uh, Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Do you want to say Horizon? Would you call it Horizon? It is easy. Horizon. Um, what else have they had? Last of Us kind of is, it's a bit more linear. God it's a, it's, uh, yeah, it's linear, but it still has craft wheel. Yeah. You know, yeah. God of War's yeah. got very similar style. Yeah. It is slightly more linear. All fantastic games, and I've loved each and every one of them, but you've got Grand Turismo 7 for your racing fans. We could do with a Sony FPS, a proper Thing traditional is, Sony RPG. Why? Because what FPSs are getting played outside the multi-format ones that people are raising? It's raising true. It, FPS is probably the biggest gamble in gaming, like the, the genre to break into. I don't think you're going to secure people to your console of your console of manufacturer of PlayStation or Microsoft because you've got an FPS. Do you think that ship sailed of like... Yeah. When Halo came out, it had the space to be Halo and be the new big IP. And yeah. Now... If you try launching like a big new FPS shooter, is it just going to get crushed by everything? Well, it does. I mean, what you like, I know Fortnite third third person and, and Apex and all that, but there's so many good first person shooters. Call of Duty Warzone is an example that are free. Yeah. Maybe they're working on a free to play game. <laughs> Again, why? What, what, what? Because everybody wants the next big. Like Among Us or um, Four Guys or Fortnite, they all want a piece of that. That is consistent, wouldn't it? It isn't go but out. Where's Four Guys now? It I was huge. It was okay. Like Fortnite. Yeah, it does okay, but Fortnite is still the king. Um, but but they all want to be part of of those um, mega billion pound making games. I just don't see how you could ever. Take a gamble on an FPS, or we're going to make about a raw game, and so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose within that, they did try 
through Indies, other styles like No Man's Sky and games like that, which I did appreciate. Not everyone did, obviously, but I did. <clears throat> I'd like to see something like that with a bit more polish. I mean, similar to what um, Microsoft and Bethesda are doing. They're probably going to need something to compete against Starfield, aren't they? Yeah. There was rumours um, Naughty Dog's next game would be sci-fi, or is it maybe mm, it's one of the two? If it's rumoured to be sci-fi, the alleged rumour is it's the Star Captain comics, whatever they are, out of Last of Us. Um, I just don't know how we might feel transitioning from un, unchide isn't necessarily if it has it seems it would seem quite strange for them to go back to like a Jack and Baxter Ratchet and Clank game um, I just don't think it would it would do them any so favors. very cartoony and like 50s like space travel yeah the style of the comic I can't remember well let's say it is but let's also say that what what PlayStation I suppose if the game was good enough, it wouldn't matter about the art style. I'm just thinking from before playing it, before seeing it, if you did a litmus test on a room full of gamers, I don't think they would specifically ask for that. But Steve Jobs said, never ask the customer what they want. Else the iPhone would have been this great big, big thing with the biggest buttons in the industry. Yeah. Like we didn't want buttons, but at the time all people wanted was a bigger keypad and a a, a smaller screen. Yeah. Samsung D500, as an example, was the pinnacle. And now we're so far removed from that, it's like the complete, you know, other end of the spectrum. So maybe Rockstar, uh, maybe Naughty Dog just go do what they do and they'll bring it out and we'll more than likely love it or hate it based on what we see. Yeah. I hope they continue with Astro Bot. I feel like that's a big enough mascot almost to just give it Mate, I would love, I would love, and I think I will sit you in VR on Astrobot because let me tell you. I think they're going to be working on a launch Astrobot for VR2. Oh, they have to. They have said most of the PS2 VR games will be playable as normal. So they want to integrate them more so they're easy to this like. You, you can buy this, but also if you've got the headset, it's even better. Yeah, but in games where they've done that, like it's not felt as good. Yeah. He's felt a bit sort of yeah, tacked yeah, on, yeah. like Resi 7 as an example was terrifying, but the actual implementation of the VR wasn't the best. Yeah. The big, big, uh, big ask, isn't it? It is. Across that. And I don't know if we've, an- I don't know if we've answered what we're going to play next week. I think you did. And then we went on a side ramble. This podcast is famous for, I tell you what I'm going to play. God only knows. I'm going to get what I'm going to do is I'm going to crawl into a safe place that I call <laughs> PlayStation 3. And from there, I may resonate Yakuza noises. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I would say. Are, are you going to play Resident Village or what? That's one of the best games. How long is it? At the minute, I'm struggling with time. Yeah, it's not that long. Yeah, but is 14 it. 14 hours. You can play with Ghost of Sushi with DLC. How bad is that? The DLC lasts longer than Resident Evil Village. You could argue Village is set up with a bit more... I don't know, they've always been a bit short, haven't they? Anyway, I think, I think we've given them enough for this week. We've got to leave them hanging. We can't just keep recording forever. We can't. I'm a mile away from Mike. <laughs> 
No doubt at the end of the show. He pulls it back to him for the outro. That's all we have time for this week, listeners. As always, thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. And remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you, Tom. See ya.